WV Uncommonplace. This podcast is a variety podcast that houses numerous series to cover mental health, empowerment, podcast framework, and various intimate series to get to know the hosts. Along with occasional movies reviews and dives in pop culture with our event podcast episodes. The Uncommonplace digs into bringing guests on that stories don't fit the mold and are very different. WV stands for the great state of West Virginia and every quarter we cover something in West Virginia. Stacy and myself JR are your hosts so please come along for this venture to Uncommonplace. Howdy everybody, welcome to West Virginia Uncommonplace. My name is JR Sparrow, aka the Larry Sabisco podcast and AKA the weasel as they say, AKA Bobby brain Heaton out here today. I am coming to you with an unfiltered episode. This is one of these episodes that's raw. It's uncut. It's going to be controversial. And tonight, finally, after negotiating contracts and getting things worked out, I finally got Ringold on the show. Please Ringold, please tell everybody your name, your podcast and why you're here tonight. Good evening. Good evening. Um, Again, my name is Ringgold, and first of all, thank you for having me. Like long time coming, took us a minute to get here, but we got here. Um, I'm the host of uh, We Need to Talk 23, and my podcast is, you know, it's a it's a straightforward, freestyle formed uh, podcast. Pretty much uh, the guests that I bring on are just people that I find to be interesting from all walks of life, therapy, pastors, you name it, they're on the show. And um, so I say freestyle format because I don't write down any questions. We jump on there. I have a topic in mind and I just let the punches roll however they roll. And, you know, we get through the episode. So, you know, you're looking for something new or different to listen to. Please come check me out and don't feel uh, don't feel bad if you leave a bad review of the of the podcast. I take all, all feedback. Now, let's we want to switch this up real quick because everybody knows I have a problem with the statement he just made because everybody knows everything I do is scripted. It's coordinated. Uh, (laughs) Let me let me me say this real quick, because like I said, this is an unfiltered episode. I like what this man does. This man does an amazing show. Um, So I'm going to let everything he said slide. But y'all know that uh, in in audience, I want you to go give his show um, an amazing listen and a look because he does some some good stuff out there. Not saying everything's good because, you know, I never want to give anybody that many flowers. But I will say this. uh, He has an amazing format and me and him both have a lot of things that that intertwine us with people. Mm -hmm. Um, We feuded with some people we've had. We've uh, we've all been in like. Uh, it's been like podcast high school out here in these uh, <laughs> podcast streets, as as uh, Mr. Kendall Boyd uh, from uh, Bet the House podcast would say. Now, here's the thing: when you go over to Ringles podcast, the thing that I like about what you, what you got when you get over there, we need to talk twenty three, not the twenty three part. We can go away from that because everybody knows I'm from UVA all day. Um, you know, no love for North Carolina, and definitely no love for Maryland. I mean, I like y'all Merlin people, but let, let's let's get one thing straight: I'm from Virginia. You know where basketball fundamentals come from. You know how to set the zone. You know how we run it. You're going to get the full court press when you play against us. But anyway, nothing about the Turpins or anything else. So here you go. When you're listening to his show, it is the middle of his show that's amazing. The first and the beginning part are good. But if you listen to once he gets into a tight flow with his questions and how he responds back off of what that person says to him, that's what sets his podcast apart from everyone else. People always ask me because they consider me some kind of podcast enthusiast or guru. 
how to make a perfect podcast, how to make a great podcast. The best way to do a podcast is to be authentic, to be a true listener when you're doing question and answer podcasting. And that's what you do good, Ringo. You get in there, you listen. I mean, you come off top at the beginning already, right, but once you get to the middle of it, it's when that thinking cap's on and you're like, uh, I'm about to pump out this iron. We're going to make this stuff good. Snap into a Slim Jim or some Randy Savage type shit. So here we go. Please tell us why you got into podcasting. Um, I got into podcasting actually for, for therapy. Um, it was, uh, during the whole George Floyd, uh, murder and everything. And, um, I've mentioned it before on my podcast and, uh, and things. Um, I have three sons. So for, and I'm not a high strung person or I don't get worked up pretty easily, but watching that video just triggered something in me. And I mean, it made me emotional. I'm not an emotional person. And, you know, I was just trying to figure out how I could get all of this, all of these emotions and thoughts off, you know, out, out of my head, pretty much. So what I did was I reached out to a couple of friends that I have throughout the country. I mean, because we were locked in the house, essentially. Right. So the easiest way for me to get it out, somebody actually said, you know, you should do a Zoom. So, you know, for the most part, we all know we were doing Zooms all during the lockdown, getting drunk every night. <laughs> so, <laughs> So I did the Zoom pretty much just to reach out to my friends and family throughout the country. And um, one of the people that was on there with me told me I should start recording it and putting them out. So I, I did that. And if you go back to, I want to say, the first five episodes or so, you'll see some two-hour, two-and-a-half-hour episodes because I didn't know what I was doing and had no intentions on doing a podcast. It's just once I got going, um, actually, it, it really made me feel better getting all of that craziness out of my mind and talking to people and um you know from there it it just morphed into what you know what i have now and along the way meeting people like you and some of the other people we met during doing podcasting actually made me continue to you know to want to get better and actually do this as a i think it's more than a hobby but somewhere along the lines of a hobby and like a part-time job Right, right, right. And, and like I tell everybody, um, we, we got to go into something real fast uh, on this. Uh, we're going to talk about your first podcast setup in just a minute because your po first podcast setup was something that I, that I always enjoy. Um, so so one thing I want to say here, because people have a miscon miscon mis or misconstrued about the podcast. My podcast, we're not a, we're, people always act like we walk the line between black and white people. One thing I will say here, I don't care about race. Race has no issue with me, but social injustice, that is something that I can't, that, like you said, what happened to George Floyd and what happens across the country to us as a black community, what happens to us going anywhere, and then what happens to everyone else around and how it's examined into what we do. I care about that. So I want to get that out there so people don't always think that, oh, JR is insensitive. Oh, he's Uncle Tom or nothing like that. No, it's not even like that. I format this simple way. But you know, it happened. Huh? I didn't mean to cut you off, but I was going to say, you know, the crazy thing is I've heard that about myself before, but I always tell people, I said, I'm speaking from, I can only speak my truth and my facts. And I always tell people, I said, all of the, any bad incidents that I've ever had with a cop and has always been with a black cop, not a white cop. Yeah. And, and, I, and, and I tell people, I'm very honest about that. So my thing, I've never been one of those people, oh, you know, all white cops are bad, all black. No, I said, just for me my own personal run-ins and with cops and stuff all of my bad run-ins have been with black cops and not white cops 
Right. And, and I'll tell you a crazy story. Everybody knows that I'm, I'm from Virginia, but I live predominantly in West Virginia for almost, I don't know, since 2006, 2007, whatever. So I'm a native of West Virginia. Mm-hmm. My bad times with cops have only happened with cops when I cross 68, getting on <laughs> 70, coming into Maryland, thinking I'm hot flash. They think they see the West Virginia uh, tags and they're like, oh, he's bringing that Walter White. He's bringing that mess. Or <laughs> when I go back home to Virginia, and I'm on Interstate 81 once again because I got to cut off that to go home or either cut on that to go up to the top of Maryland. Mm-hmm. When I'm in them vicinities, for some reason, it's us and they want to test me. And I'm like, okay, I don't get this. And the thing is, is in life, um, and, and this is no disrespect to anybody, once you get to middle class, which we all have achieved middle class somewhere, mm-hmm. when you get to middle class, the rules change for you and there's no definitive way for someone to say something about people in the middle class. That is the one reason why I do my podcast. And I'll say this to everybody is because the middle class, we talk about poverty, we talk about the lower class and we talk about the upper class, but those people that are stuck in the middle, mm-hmm. we don't talk about them. And that's what, what I try to accomplish with what I do. And you do that too. I've seen that in, in some of the conversations that I've read. I mean, I've listened to, I don't read shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I said, this is unfiltered. So, you know, we do, we do and uh that, that's an amazing thing there now let's get it back to this podcast what was your first podcast setup because me and you talked about your podcast setup when initially i started we started intertwining and everybody was talking and stuff my initial setup um yeah, what was the initial setup i was just sitting on my couch no no ring light nothing i i mean because i didn't i didn't know what the hell i needed to do like i said it was just I went out. Um, the very, one of the first things I did, I bought a new laptop. <laughs> that, that, that was it. I didn't know that you know all of these other things played into it until, like I said, I, I met up with you all in the first groups that we all got in when I met everybody, and I see people you know with headphones and microphones, and it was just like, oh shit. And then I think somewhere along the lines, like talking to you behind the scenes and. And even like my wife, my wife is the one that got me the ring light. Uh oh. She's the one that brought me the microphone. And then, um, you know, I have this nice bar in my basement. And, you know, you along with somebody else was just like, you know, well, shit, you have that bar behind you, use it. And yeah. I was like, you know what, let me get my ass up off this couch and, <laughs> and, look, and look professional. So, I mean, my original setup. It, it was dark. I mean, when you go back and look at it, I have a YouTube channel also. Um, but if you look at the early early episodes, I had a la- I had a freaking lamp that I would put close to the screen, <laughs> trying to brighten it up. I mean, it was it was just terrible. But it was a learning experience for me, uh, starting there to where I am now. And, and see, that's the great thing in podcasting. Like we all started from somewhere. Because I told somebody like when I started out in 2018, right? I had this thirty dollar little clip on microphone. Like you put, it was the microphone you put on your computer when you're trying to dictate something, like if you're doing diction or something like that. So I had that and I had the little scraggly Dollar Tree earphones with the silver piece over top. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And I used that because I was like, I'm not wasting money on a podcast. I was like that for the longest time. Yeah. And then, and then we know things uh, uh, change and everybody knows I champion, used to champion the Yeti mic. And and from this day forward, no more Yeti mics. Uh, Yeti mic is a great mic to start with. And and I will tell everybody that if you use it right, you can use it all your career. Mm -hmm. But when you get like me, you travel too much, you got to get over to something that doesn't, I don't even like, if we were in person, we wouldn't even be using a computer. I got everything set up on a little device and we just record. We don't even, you got to mic some headphones and nothing else. So I, I moved myself around a little different now. Now, here, here's the thing. Um, 
we were in a golden age of middle tier podcasting because I'm the one that dubs these names and people just keep them and they like them or they hate them or they say something behind my back in these toxic groups and they don't say it to my face because they know that they don't want the smoke. But <laughs> but the thing here is this, you came up during the golden age of middle tier podcasting, you have survived. You took a little time off. Mm-hmm. You did, and, and your episodes gotten a little a little stagnant because you don't put them out all the time. But the one thing is, is that you kept coming, you keep coming back. You make sure you stay relevant. You're yeah. not, and, and we what we both learned, and I want your opinion on this. One thing that I learned that is the most important is, is that I got the fuck, excuse my language, but I got the fuck out of all that Instagram stuff. Like I get on there and I do my thing. Everybody knows that I'm the advertising king. You're gonna see my shit thirty times on your feed before you see something else, unless you mute it. If you and if you follow me, mute that shit sometimes. If you if you're a friend of mine, mute that shit because I'm going out there for my fans. I ain't worried about other podcasters. So I say mute it or just hide it. Just when I message you and I say it's time, just know we're about to record. Now, with you, what what has been your strategy now using Instagram? Because I see you on there sometimes, but you're not on there as much. Well, for me, um, I've been, I've been very clear. I hate social media. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's just me being honest. Like I don't, I don't know. I, I've I always had a love hate relationship with social media. So now, I get in these little lulls, and it's not that I've fallen out of love with podcasting because trust and believe me, I have, there's so much great material out there. And if you ever hear this, I'm one of the people, I hate low hanging fruit. So this is why I don't, you know, jump on every topic that's out there. But for me, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm just stuck. I mean, <laughs> I, I, get in, I get into these ruts where it's just because I'm, I'm in school and you and I were talking, I think it was yesterday. And I was telling yeah. you the new position that I got. Yes, yeah, so you got uh, a promotion at work. Yeah, so it, it's just, you know, I have so many different things going on. And it's easy to record. You know, you have your phone, you have Zoom, you have all of the, your iPhone, you have all these things. So it's easy to record. My thing is, by the time I get home, I'm just looking at the phone. I'm like, do I really feel like, you know, doing this? And then it's just, you know, I, I, I get into it. I put out an episode last week. And you right. know, I, and I've had the episode for, I want to say since June, July, maybe August. You, and you, was, you're doing some JR shit. That's what they, they call it, the JR shit right there. And I mean, I have them. And the thing is, I want to get back into it. That's why I'm glad that, you know, we I was able to do this because this gets the juices flowing again and everything. Because I have a, I, like I said, I have tons of episodes that I didn't put out that just right. sit on my laptop. And I'm like, ah, I'll put it out at some point. But I need to get back out there because I have great content that I want to use. I have a show that I'm working on that I should be recording next week. I'll, I'll wait to lead to leak the details about that. Okay. Okay. Um, now, now one, one thing I want you to do real quick, cause, mm-hmm. cause everybody gives me this esteem, respect in podcasting. I want you to think like this and just, you know, think with me real quick. Let's visualize this. What you do is curation. You don't put out filth. So no. don't beat yourself up because curating, I mean, it's different when you're a Tupac like me and you have so many episodes, like, you know, my shit now we're, we're stacked up until uh, September next year. Oh, shit. And, then, and, and then I got shit on the cutting room floor. I tell everybody, I don't joke about it. Every Tuesday I record from five to nine. I can do five episodes. If it's something that's shitty, it goes in the memories museum and goes in the, in the cloud. And I don't see it until I got two more episodes that match up to it and it comes out. So what you're doing is amazing. So don't beat yourself up about not putting out all the time, at least you're putting out because there's some people that just faded in our class, our class of, of yeah. people in this, this thing, 
so many podcasts have faded and then some podcasts have just gone into re- no not being relevant the relevancy just left uh with with incidents and different things happening you kind of question yeah. now now um here, here we go on one thing uh what is a topic that we can expect from you because you know i like to dig what's a topic we can expect from you when you release something we want a little inside thing for the west virginia commonplace audience so they can jump over what is something that we're going to get that nobody's heard from you thus far no, no one's heard from me thus far actually you know. up stop i didn't want you to answer that question you're supposed to say unconfirmed i can't tell you a thing <laughs> i mean there, the thing is i have a i i'm i'm old school to to this point i still have a i walk around with a notebook i have notebooks at the side of my bed <laughs> i have notebooks in my car I keep a notebook and I like to write down stuff. Yes, I have my phone, but I still like to, you know, physically write down stuff. So, I mean, there, there's a bunch of topics. I'll, I'll give you this one. There, There's an episode that I'm working on um, that's not going to happen probably for another month or two, but um, where I'm trying to get these two pastors on the show. Uh-oh. And it's, it's, not, gonna, it's not so much of a, a religious episode. It's okay. Maybe, question you know asking them questions because as you know we get older we start to pick up different yes. things in terms of religion and stuff so i just have some questions and instead of me just going on you know hitting record and just spewing a whole bunch of nonsense bring some of the you know bring some of the experts on and pick their brains to see if they have answers to things that i want to talk about okay and, and, and i like that because right there you gave us a little bit even though you didn't have to now we have ups and downs in podcasts and so let me let me tell a story real quick about me because i always like to talk about me on my own show <laughs> um so so this is what happened to me I'm bi- my biggest defeat in podcasting has been this and i'm gonna ask you this question but i'm gonna answer it for me my biggest defeat in podcast hasn't been downloads hasn't been listeners hasn't been um actually helping other podcasters because i try to do what i can for people yeah. if it's if it's if we can work out a deal you know i got them diddy contracts i'll sign you to one and you can make some money with me but i'm gonna make money off you too and mm-hmm. if you don't want to sign that i try to help everybody in the realm that i can my biggest defeat has been that that there were certain people and it's a certain person between you and me and we're going to talk about them in just a minute that when i went and helped this person um i didn't know that i was hurting them while i was trying to help them because they didn't want the help they didn't want me doing shit they was like I don't need that. I don't want this. I don't need that from you. So in turn, a simple miscommunication turned into probably the biggest feud that was ever broadcasted on the median tier podcast. And, and, you know, and, and from there came probably one of my better episodes this year after everything was rehashed. So what has been your biggest defeat in podcasting? Defeat, defeat not loss, defeat. Like where you really lost it and you had to just tuck your head and, you know, turn around. To be honest, I I don't think I've had any. No, uh, I mean no, no. I mean if you because you said defeat. If we think about the definition of defeat, cause, defeat. because I I've had I say maybe maybe setbacks, but I don't think I've had any. You ain't had no defeat. I mean, if me throw throw something at me, let me see it because you jog my memory. <laughs> All right, so so I can I can say this about everyone in podcasting: the biggest defeat we had is that the people around us, our family supported us, but the other people that we thought would be okay. around, mm-hmm. that's a defeat because you know I, I, I say this: my biggest fan is my mother. Yeah, my the most downloads that I have from a person that I can actually stat track is not my mother. Mm-hmm. So you see what I'm saying? Okay. So, well, in terms of that, then, yeah, I mean, the, the, the support, because for me, 
and I'm very, very, very honest with the people that I that I connect with through podcasts, and I don't listen to everybody's shit. Right. <laughs> I, I don't. And, you know, and the thing is, I'll support you. I mean, you see, I'll repost on my page. And I, like I said, I have a love-hate relationship with social media, but I'll repost it. And I don't get, and I don't feel like I get the the same, the same in return. So in terms right, of the rest of reciprocity, yeah. That, and so I'm just like, well, shit. You know, you put out this, I'm you know putting your shit up on my page. I'm about to turn in the you know like the the feud between Wale and Meek Mill back in the day where Meek Mill felt some type of way because Wale didn't promote his album. That's how I feel at times. Yes, but I'm yes. so. You know, I'm I'm in the middle of that kumbaya shit with everybody <laughs> to where right. I don't take it personal. And I just go, like you said, you drop your head because I'm disappointed in some of the people. And it's just like, fuck, I expected more from him or her. And, you know, that's my fault for, for putting those type of expectations on other people. Right. And, and I feel that way, too. I'll be like, damn, this motherfucker. I was like, so so this is me, for instance. I listen to people's shows. I actively listen. If I don't listen, I've got a squad. It's eight of us that run with me in podcasting. Like, that's actually my team. My white boy, Trevor, might listen to your show. And he's going to give me details. And I'm going to be like, is this really worth my time? Fuck no. But we're going to still give you that respect because you got that download out of us. I'm going to share your shit on my story, but your shit ain't going to make my front page. I stopped putting people's stuff on my front page because I was like, why nobody does that for me nobody shares my shit unless it's something that they want to hear and i'm one of the only podcasters that tell you sometimes them shows that i make are not for you i let you know that from the get-go i'm like yo that thursday episode that's tailored to the people that's spending money with me yeah that shit i do on saturdays that fun shit that that movie review the whatever whatever them shows that are not sponsored that shit that i do just for fun so i want you to listen to that that other show has a paid subscriber. It has a person that is has determined that this is the shit they want to listen to. And I'm going to tailor to them because they put money in my pocket. This person not. And the one biggest defeat that I, that or the one misconception that I took in is that every podcaster you meet doesn't have to be a listener. No. Every podcaster can show support because it's some podcast to me that I just, I'll just say this and I'm blunt and I'm very honest. I am territorial. I am from the ACC. <laughs> if you was from the ACC or the SEC to a certain degree, I don't do too much with Tennessee or nothing, but if you're from the SC, ACC or, or SEC, I'm going to listen to your show. If you mid-Atlantic like I am, because I'm the north, south, and the south, north, because you know Mason-Dixon line runs through West Virginia. Yep. I'm going to listen to your show. If you're a Maryland native or Virginia native, I ain't saying Delaware, no disrespect Delaware, because I do need them downloads. But my thing is, I'm going to listen to your stuff because I'm going to be like, yo, this dude, he's got the flair. He's been between Maryland, Virginia, wherever you are. We ain't going to state where you are. But I'm just saying, if you're in that, that mid-Atlantic, yeah, I'm going to give you a better nod than I'm going to give some dude on the West Coast. I'm going to yeah. relate to the West Coast. No disrespect to too much game. I'm going to relate to him because he reminds me of Snoop Dogg and some characters that I like. In life, in, in his realness, that's a whole different thing. His show doesn't have a territory. But some of these people that's in the Midwest and doing shows in Texas, I'm going to go and respect your show. Shout out to, to Deep MCs because I like them. They out of Texas, but they don't sound like they're from Texas. Mm -hmm. The boys in Ohio, I'm going to listen to them. Any, if I follow you in Ohio, that's my team. So that right there, I, I, I see what you're saying. Like when some people don't show respect and, and, and show some reciprocity or show some support. But the one thing that gets me is this. We do a podcast together. Everybody knows I'm going to do way better artwork than the next man. I'm going to yeah. take your face and I'm going to make that shit no limit 1999, right? 
Uh-huh. <laughs> all I all I ever ask is I'll be like, yo, I'm gonna make this. Just show it one time on your page, you or put it on your story. Don't put it on your page because stories where we pick people up. That's yeah. the quick hustle. Don't nobody pay attention. Don't nobody scroll Instagram unless they're looking for derogatory stuff. Mm-hmm. So, that's, so that's where I get them there. So now on to the next thing, because I did way too much ranting. Um, and we, we're trying to keep this show nice and concise. That's a key thing <laughs> in, in podcasting. So what has been your biggest encouragement in podcasting? And the reason I'm asking you this is real simple. When biggest encouragement to me is when I see somebody like you leave podcasting for a little minute, mm-hmm. you go away, we don't see you no more. And then you just pop back up. Um, a podcaster, Jeremy from Life Unplugged, he does it quite a bit. Mm-hmm. and that's why i said this is unfiltered because i'm gonna talk about anybody and i don't give a damn what you say if you want these <laughs> paws come get them but the thing is he disappears and then he comes back he drops a few episodes and then he's ghost mm-hmm. but it works for him it keeps his audience so you for instance you come back and then you dropped an episode and now everybody's hot on you how do you keep those listeners that's what i really want to know how the fuck do you keep them listeners believe it or not I, I, I still engage with them just because i don't drop episodes like you know, I, I'll DM some people and, you know, I, I do engage, have low conversations about different topics and things because, you know, I'm again, I'm very honest about certain shit. And for the my line of work, there's certain shit that I that I want to talk about <laughs> that I know if I, I <laughs> told the line. But if I go too far over the line, it's a whole different conversation. So, I mean, so I engage with people behind the scenes and stuff. We'll have those conversations and different things like that. So then when I do drop an episode, it's, okay, cool. He put something out and they're still, you know, they know that I'm still out there and they can find, you know, different content, different stuff like that. Because I like having the conversations. You might see me post something um, in my stories. You might see me post something on TikTok or something, you know, something along those lines. So that's how... You know, I stay engaged with, you know, with the people is talking to them behind the scenes because everybody think that everything you do has to be seen, has to be front street right? Front and all of that. No, I, I interact with a lot of people behind the scenes. And then some of the people that give me the biggest encouragement to keep going, I could be honest, is it, like you, you and Dolomite. Give me the, you know, <laughs> I'll talk to Dove Mike, go, man, look, I'm sick of this shit. I, <laughs> I want to step away. And then, you know, he'll, he'll give you, give you some good words. Like, nah, don't, don't step away. What you putting out there is what people need, um, you know, to, to feed certain, you know, things in their brain for certain conversations, because for what I do is in podcasting, I never took myself as being deep and serious. Cause I even have family members that I listen to it and go, Shit, when the hell is when did you turn into that? Cause, you know, right. cause I'm always joking and playing, but when people hear the podcast go, I didn't know that you could get that serious and that deep. And my podcast to me still isn't serious because we're gonna joke, we're gonna laugh, we're gonna talk shit and still have the serious conversation. But you gotta understand one thing, you got that motherfucking that narrator voice, like you could be like, It was the coldest winter. Say that shit real quick. <laughs> it was the coldest winter. Man. Say it was seriously though. That wasn't serious. Do it in your professional voice. Do it in the Ringo voice on the show. Um, it was the coldest winter, and then right, you right. And, <laughs> so just it too. and then that's the thing is you know. But like I said, for you <laughs> and then, and there's other people. But for you know, for the most part, like I said, you you and Dolomite, you know, might pop up out of nowhere and just you know send me something, and that might trigger something, or you know, it, it's just different things that that really keep me going because there have been times where you know you say man fuck this I ain't, i'm not making money off of it like i want to 
But then again, like I said, this, this is honestly therapy for me because I'm not, right. a, I'm not a big talker. My wife laughs at me, said for somebody that doesn't talk a lot, you sure as hell do talk a lot when you podcast. <laughs> and, and see, that's the one thing that that's amazing. Once that extra voice comes out, when the mic comes on, well, the mics don't really turn on, they just hooked up. But yeah. when you get that mic in its position right and you just there, it's kind of like you, you're a performer to a degree. You're authentic, but you're mm -hmm. a performer. Like yeah. I get a little hysterical. You see the hands move if you see me in person or I mean through the Zoom or something like that. But in real life, I'm just like, yo, we, we're just going to do this shit. Play my band, let's go. So going deeper, um, one topic that everybody wants to jump on with us, because me and you both have a had a mutual uh, situation with yeah. someone. <laughs> different different tides, different things. One thing I want to say about this is, is uh, I don't care what goes on in life, but you can move on from issues. Mm -hmm. You can move on from problems. It takes a gentle man, and I said a gentle man, to own up to when things are not right. Not own up to when they're wrong, but own up when to when they're not right. So, you know, I'll put a little applaud in here later for this because I, I do sound effects now because okay. I, you know, I moved up in the world, so I'm gonna put a little clap. So, okay. one thing I want to say here: the, the topic right now is, uh, and some people are gonna jump on me about this. Let's talk about Kendall Boyd Smash real fast. Mm -hmm. That the house podcasting. We both had little issues with him. But at the end of the day, that man owned up to his part. We owned up to our parts and whatever went on. Mm -hmm. And we went on and made episodes. Yeah. He became genuinely one of my better podcasting episodes. One of my better, um, well-received. And, and it actually made me feel good. Because I like to do my show. But my show sometimes is just like a motherfucking tank. It just rolls. <laughs> but, but after he came to whatever epiphany or whatever decision he made to become who he is today or whoever he was at the time when we recorded these shows, because I never speak on anybody in the present because they might, they could have, you know, I'm not saying put the, put the wool over our eyes or anything, but he genuinely came back and it was a simple apology between all parties. Mm -hmm. And we all came back to a good place. Um, what, are your, what are your thoughts on that man today? We don't worry about, some, you know, about the ponytail behind us, yeah. but what, what, what are your thoughts on that man today? The, the crazy thing was when, when everything first went down, I still never had an issue because I knew the issue wasn't with me. And the thing is, he's one of the people when all of that craziness was going on, I was still we were I was still talking to him. We were still communicating behind the scenes. Right. I made it very clear to him. And I told him, I said, anytime you want to talk, you need to talk, whatever the case is, I'm you know, I'll be there. And I just said just what everything that was going on at the time, I just said. I just can't do it out, you know, out front. I said, but behind the scenes, I got you. And he knows to this day, I've never put it out there and say, hey, this is what he talked about. He said this. I don't like the messy shit. I'm like, a, right. you know, I don't I don't care for the drama that works for some people. It doesn't work for me because then it's just like, you know, we got to continue, you know, with the no knock to the wrestling fans. I used to love. Oh, wrestling. damn. No, I was just going to say, but it's just like. To a certain point, you're gonna run out of shit to to argue about. Then it's almost like you have to manufacture shit to to beef about. And it was just like there was no beef between us, you know. So when he, you know, when we talk, and like I said, we were still talking behind the scenes. But right. then when he reached out to me and said, you know, I want you to come on my show, and this is and I told him, I said, and I was upfront, I said, I don't know if I'm ready to bring you onto my platform as yet. I said, but I'll definitely do yours. And I said, we could talk about you coming on to my platform and, and we can go from there. 
So, you know, when when he reached out to me, I was just like, hey, that's, you know, that, that, that was pretty, pretty big of him. Even though he and I didn't really have a major issue, like maybe <laughs> like you and him and some other people. Because <laughs> everybody laughs at me and say, you know, you're so calm and kumbaya about the shit. And I'm like, it's not, there, there, there is no issue really for me. I'm like, that man ain't stopping me from feeding my kids. It's not right. stopping me from... you know, paying for my, paying my mortgage and different things like that. So I'm like, no real, no real estate in your mom, basically. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, no, you know, no, no, let me spin it real quick. Everybody knows this. I, I'm a, I'm a wrestling fan. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to be a hundred percent honest. The context of what happened between us was real life and serious, Yeah. but I'm the type of person, everybody knows if you get in a, get something going with me, it's going to turn into a feud because mm -hmm. I'm Bobby the brain and I'm the weasel. So it's going to run its course and you're not going to, I'm a pro, I'm a promoter. At yeah. the end of the day, so so we're totally different people, and it's not like in the in the streets. Like I, I don't look for drama, nothing like that, because I'm a real quiet, reserved person. But in that instance, it it, it our thing built into to animosity, and it was a feud, and it just went on, and then it ended, and the way it ended was just like it would on wrestling when Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels made up after all them years. That's what yeah. it was, and that's how it was, you know. So so at the end of the day, with it, it was stupid because we lost out on on amazing episodes. Because like I tell people to this day. We did podcast collides. No one, I mean, not podcast collides. Uh, podcast pop up. Those were my favorite episodes I ever did because it it was everybody just coming out of nowhere. I barely even knew you. We had you on the episode. You did an episode with me and Ken Fluence, and uh, I don't know where Ken Fluence is in life now, and I don't know where he is, but hopefully he comes back to podcasting, or if, if he's he might be in outer space. You never know. But <laughs> but the good thing there is that. We had a thing going at that time. Everybody was like, it was actually last December, actually. Yeah. Last December was the most fruitful time for me and podcasting with podcasters. Mm -hmm. And then, like, you and I were question and answer podcasts. I had to go back to what I was. I realized yeah. that I'm a personality, but I can't be that type of personality. So that's where I decided to come back in. And uh, with the wealth of having all those episodes, I don't have to entertain anything in it. And if someone wants to do a show, we do it. Or if you do a show with me and I schedule you, I'm going to reschedule you two times to make sure you're going to do the show. I'm yeah. not going to do it exactly when we said it. Cause we, this shit was actually, this was set up in August. This show was set up in August. And because I, um, I freaking scuffed my Reeboks, shout out to Reebok, Asics, um, Sacconis out there in the world. If you're not rocking them, you need to rock them. Um, hopefully Reebok y'all sponsors uh, any other brand any brand I didn't mention we don't wear yeah and that's not a, that's not a knock to anybody that's just how I've always been uh checks don't don't uh, don't excite me and stripes don't move me but anyway that's a whole another thing for another topic another day I just had to throw that in there um and anyway so just inside all this all that stuff ended and then you came back you had a, a interview where was the guy from he was from New York it was a sports interview you had. The one, um, the one I did with the guy from the Giants, or yeah, 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 the guy from the Giants. Mm -hmm. So, so that wrote wrong me, in, and I and I was like, damn, when am I gonna get some more episodes? And then you disappeared for a little bit. I talked to you behind the scenes, and everybody, this is one thing about me. I'm always trying to help people find grant money in podcasting. Mm -hmm. Grant money is the way to go now um, for certain people because you have to be truly a business juggernaut. You got to be able to take time away from your job and the type of job I do. Sometimes I have periods where I'm off for like two weeks or so. 
even though I might work 60 days straight. So I have time to go dig through stuff. I have 24 hours in a day in a studio just to sit in to, to figure out stuff like that. So that's the difference. That I do want to put that out there for the public. That, that That's why I'm able to look at these things because like, I send you some great stuff sometimes. Yeah. You and my other favorite podcaster, Frankly Francisco, um, you, him, and then Jay Christian, I like to, to get y'all information because y'all are well-informed and, and three of y'all together need to do a show one day because that'd be the, one of the greatest podcasts you'd ever hear. Uh, try, try to work that out sometime. Now, let's get let's get deeper into you real quick because, um, you know, the podcast is getting to the point where we almost want to end it because it's at 7.35. We start at 7 o'clock. You know, we're trying to keep everything concise because we, we were into a movement now that it's cool to do podcasts to an hour, but at 42 minutes, that's when I lose all my audience. That shit drops. The line on my shit goes, no. <laughs> and everything's gone so Ringo mm-hmm. sell me on your podcast right now if you were going to give me an elevator pitch you wanted to sign to, to West Virginia Commonplace a Diddy contract give me the pitch for your podcast right now what separates your podcast what makes your podcast elaborate and what makes it the best thing that comes out of your area I would say the thing that separates me from everybody else honestly is the is the no no filter, you know, nonsense. I know a lot of people say, oh, well, you know, my show is the best because of this. I'm not going to say my show is the best because my show isn't going to, you know, fit or tailor. It's going to be tailored for everybody. So I know my show is I put a lot of my own shit out there. I mean, I've done episodes with my wife where I talked about, you know, my, my fuck ups and, you know, our marriage and different things like that. And I'm very honest about it. And she's there to pat me on the back or you know, smack me in the back of the head and say, oh, don't, you know, don't say that shit. So, I mean, I, I'm very, very authentic. And what you see is, is what you get. If, you know, we're going to have an episode where, like I said, I cover, I hate to say everything, but I cover a lot of, a lot of different topics that a lot of people may not touch on, or I bring a certain point of view where at the end of it, people would go, you know what? I didn't think about it like that. Okay. So just my, 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 realism and the different things that I've, you know, that I've, I don't want to say been through because I haven't been through anything horrible, but my travels, I'll say that because living, and I can say it now, but, you know, living in New Jersey, living in Arizona, Florida, you know, the the DC area and, you know, traveling, you know, all over the place, that gives me a different perspective on things. And I'm not, I'm not above being corrected on my show. Some okay. people think you come on their shit and it's just, no, no, this is my show. You're not going to tell me. No, no, I don't I don't have a problem being corrected or if something is wrong and you've been on my show and you've heard my show. I let people, I let the guests talk. And a right. lot of that's why I end up with those hour episodes because if you're saying something and you have a great point to make, I don't want to cut you off and fuck up that point. So right. I, I let my guests talk and, and that's the thing, you know, because that's why the freestyle format works for me because I like the, the the realness of the conversation. So it's like, even if I don't know you, by the end of the podcast, people will think that we've been friends for 10 years because that's how fluid right. the conversation is going to be. Now, uh, I, I do this, and this is classic real quick. Let me get the mic ready. <clears throat> I give everybody a testimonial of who they are. All right, Ringold, here's the thing. You're an amazing human being, and people don't say that to people enough. So take that, and I want you to hold that, make a championship belt, call it the Intercontinental Belt. Now, <laughs> now, 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 here's the thing that goes on. When you, when you start your podcast, like I said in the beginning, it's whatever. But when it gets to the middle, your podcast is amazing. I would 
only be able to stack 20 of my episodes up to 10 of your episodes when you get in the middle of your show. Mm-hmm. In the end of your show, too. But at the beginning, I'm going to beat your ass straight up. Yeah. I'm going to tell you that all day because mine's scripted. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but here's the thing. You get raw emotion and you get people to move. Mm-hmm. On Instagram, you have a special story there that comes around, a birthday comes around about a certain person. Yeah. A certain life that you show people, you show that you're human. Mm-hmm. When I see that story, we 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 both share loss, and it's yeah. multiple losses, but it's a simple loss, in, in in that we can take that loss and project it to people. Mm-hmm. That is the one thing that I can admire about you over anything else you do, because you don't have to let people in on your world and know that. Yeah, and when you do that. It makes me feel better when I put something out to help somebody. When you do what you do and when you put that praise out there, mm-hmm. that right there, that's what moves me. That's what motivates me. I don't tell people what motivates me, what moves me, but that's the stuff that makes me get a little bit more spiritual, makes me get a little bit more inside, makes me make that extra trip that I normally wouldn't take up there on a hill to go see that lady. Mm-hmm. But I'll go because of what you do. No, I, so I want to tell it. Yeah. So I want to tell you, thank you for that. Cause it's hard. It, it don't matter how many years go by, don't matter how much time stretches that hurt don't heal the no. way people think it does. It just gets a freaking callous and we go on from it. We mold it a little different. Mm-hmm. We still move a certain way when them times come around. We freeze, we get like this and that. And you show that in your post. You can see it if, if you're human. If you're an Android, if you're using an Android phone, you're not going to see it. But if you're on an iPhone, you're going to see it. <laughs> and, I, and I'll tell anybody that. And from that point on, that shows genuine that's and we're not talking about downloads or marketing that shows the human expression and that is what's so hard in podcasting to do because you have so many people that put facades out here and you don't put no facade out here you just ringo yeah. i ain't gonna use your first name you just ringo <laughs> and you know that's like being ringo star to a degree it's a certain level you know you like a beetle sometimes let's just put it there i'm paul mccartney and you can be ringo <laughs> star all right you know, so and nobody wants to be John Lennon because it's, it's a story on that. We won't go there right <laughs> now. But um, what you do in podcasting, you help people. Even though somebody doesn't always show you your flower, I mean, don't give you your flowers, mm-hmm. just notice people notice. And me, even though people try to treat me like I'm some kind of enthusiast or guru, we talk about you. You get, you get talked about in circles about what you do and the quality of your episodes. I can actually say that I can go listen to your show and enjoy it. I told you the points of when your show gets good, and I told you the points when your show gets bad. I'm not going to sit there and lie to you. That <laughs> beginning of the show, I'll be questioning. I'll be like, damn, he should just come to me and let me write the beginning of it, and he just do the middle sometime. <laughs> but once that middle, once that show gets on fire, it gets on fire. Yeah. And that's honest and genuine, and that's what we need in podcasting. That's the course that we need to give in podcasting. And I'm not talking about a course that I sell online to people on Saturdays on Zoom or whatever. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about in life. A podcaster that someone that wants to be a podcaster should talk to you, move with you and understand what you do and your abilities inside podcasts. So I want you to keep that with you. That's my testimony for you tonight is that you are a podcaster. Don't doubt yourself. Don't discredit yourself. Know that there ain't nobody like you. I mean, I could copy you. You know, I got them Diddy contracts. I can make somebody look like you because you kind of, I can get somebody to get that beard and they can put some gray and do some different stuff with it. And I can make them dye their eyebrows gray and make them look a little older, but it ain't going to be you. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I appreciate that. And like I said, at the beginning of the 
podcast, that's the one tough area because, like I said, it's a freestyle podcast. So in the beginning, right. I'm filling out the guests, and once we get to that point, it's once you like you said, once it clicks, and I figure out what what we can do to have this thing take off. It's to the moon from there. So you know that that part, I. Because I'll, I'll say this, you know, not to go too long. Because, like I said, I know oh, yeah. we're on the forty-two, the forty-second minute or forty-third. Right. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> but the crazy thing is, like I say, I don't. I see people, I see stories, and I see a guest. Like they may be interesting, so I may have a backstory, but I don't ask them to send me their bio prior to recording, because I want to learn about them as we're recording, and to me that helps drive the conversation where it needs to go. And I approve of that. I approve of that. I ain't gonna say I like it, but I approve of that. That's how you get it done. Now, everybody, uh, this episode is a part of my unfiltered series where I talk with podcasters and content creators, and we dive into funny things. We talk about some stuff. We're gonna cuss. We're gonna say what the fuck we want. Um, and I have had with me Ringgold from We Need to Talk Twenty Three. We didn't go into any details about basketball or anything like that. I, I shot my shot with UVA, and I said what I said. <laughs> And we're not going to talk about UNC, North Carolina State, or anywhere down there. And we're definitely not going to even say the name of Wake Forest. I just said it, and I didn't even mean to say it. Wake Forest, we don't <laughs> even talk about the Demon Deacons. Um, on that note, uh, you can check out his show. Periodically, they come out. I'm not going to give you a rotation on what the days they come out, because his show comes out at will. <laughs> <laughs> so so in the liner notes of the show, which are the show notes, Ringgold will be providing me with a ton of information to put in those show notes, because that's the second part of podcasting that we don't talk about. We have people that read podcasts. This episode will actually be transcribed. So when this episode comes out, if you go over to my end, and this is that SEO shit I drive on people, you hit over to www.wvuncommonplace.com. I will send you a transcript of this episode if you decide you don't want to listen to it. You can read it, but you still need to give me that download. And you need to hit over to Ringles and listen to his. He don't want you to do the transcript. He wants you to listen to the goddamn episode and enjoy it. He didn't say goddamn. I said that. Um, I'm a God-fearing man, so God, don't take me away tonight. And if something does happen, this show will be possibly released on We Need to Talk 23 with a remix with Diddy on the top of it saying my eulogy. <laughs> but on that note, Ringo, Ringo and I are signing off. Ringo, please, in this episode, give us the outro on this. I need you to tell people where they can meet you and give them a lasting impression and a message that's going to make this episode give me some downloads. All right. Um, yeah, so you can find me on Instagram, TikTok, we need to talk uh, 23. Um, and, and just to clear the, clear the air, the 23 has nothing to do with, with MJ. The 23rd is my birthday. <laughs> so, oh, okay. So nothing to do with Michael Jordan at all. Um, but yeah, you can find me on uh, Instagram, TikTok are the two main places where you can find me. Um, you can uh, email me, we need to talk 23 pod at gmail.com. Um, like I said, if you want to be a guest on the show, if you have a show idea, you have a critique for me, DM me. I told you, I, I, I welcome the critiques. It's the only way I can get better. And, you know, hey, show ideas, all that good stuff. You know, that that's the best way to find me. And I do have a little bit of everything for, you know, for you all to check out. You go back to the early episodes and I would say one of my favorite early episodes, check out the episode I did with uh, Brutality Films. Okay. Very, very good episode that I did. So, I mean, you know, check it out. Let me know what you think. You want to be a guest on the show? You know, DM me. I'm very easy to find. <laughs>
<laughs> All right. And I'm JR from West Virginia and Commonplace, and we are done. Please follow WV Uncommonplace on Instagram, Tumblr, Twitter, TikTok, where we have some great content, Facebook, LinkedIn. Hit up the merch store at onecommonplace.square.site. Join the email list from the website and rate, subscribe, and give feedback from your favorite podcatcher. And lastly, thanks for listening and tune into the next episode. <laughs>